Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A red horse presents to me pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. All right. All right. I want you to use our budsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Podcast. You like apples? All right, here we are. It is the first JPT of the year, up, January 1st, and we are featuring DJ Jazzy Dream Dog over here. <laughs> we're at Club Yeager. What's going on, Benji? Oh, we're just, uh, we're pair the dog in it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> It was um DJ Jazzy Dream Dog. It's Little Jazzy Dream Dog, oh, by the way. I didn't get all that. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. With Scantron Twenty Twenty. Scantron Twenty Twenty. What up? What up? Okay, like that. So it is. Um, it's our first podcast of the new year, and um, I think LJ kind of had a thought of maybe some some predictions or things we think maybe could happen in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. The, the way we're consuming TV and stuff, it's changing in, in the sense like, I'm sure you guys both have direct TV and you have your boxes in different rooms, but like people mine and LJ's age are getting rid of all like the, the cord cutters and going towards streaming. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like I have to subscribe to every single service I want. I need ESPN and I also need HBO. And we're just going to get back to the same thing where I'm going to bundle with something. It just, where, where's the future of TV going? going? Because we don't watch TV like we used to. Like I almost, I hardly ever watch commercials anymore. I just skip through them. Like it's a pain now to watch a commercial. Right, going back to a, a old school TV, like an actual TV station, just feels miserable. Like it's the worst. Um, but so. you know, that's why I think I like live sporting events because I like the commercial breaks. I'm not locked into. If you sit down and watch a movie at home, I mean, you got to watch it and you don't want to miss something. And, and like so, if I put Game yeah. of Thrones on, it's 57 minutes where I'm not getting You're there that. and you're like, no, don't talk to me. I want to hear it. And in a football game, I like that you can get up and move around and do things. And I like that freedom. Yeah. Although the, the fact that everything's streamed or recorded or whatever, you know, you can you can pause and restart. And I, I like that freedom, too. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching Game of Thrones. I'm I'm not I don't feel like I'm stuck there. I, yeah. Although something like that, I am stuck there. <laughs> well, let me ask y'all this too. Y'all are kind of techie guys. So like Tammy will like, she'll go to the grocery store and pause something. Yeah. And so it's like 45 minutes uh, an hour. Is that, that that's not good, is it? Or is it hurt anything technically? Uh, I can't imagine it hurting anything. Oh. It, it would drive me crazy. But it drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what it could hurt, but. Well, I, I mean, know. are you thinking like some burn in on the screen or something? Yeah, or, or some. Well, no, because it'll finally go to that, you know, that moving screen. But mm-hmm. like this. I mean, it's not like your drive just stops like with a break or anything, right? Right. So, well, it's, yeah, it's no. just funny. I think where we're going with TV nowadays is we talked about this, I don't know, it's months ago, but like movies that when you're flipping through the channel, you see that movie on and you just stop. Like if I see like, you know, Born Identity on, I'm probably going to sit there and watch a little bit of it. Like people, I, I don't hardly do it anymore, but younger than me don't even channel surf anymore. Like 
So it's different. Don't remember though. the days flipping through a channel. The today's version of channel surfing is pulling up the Netflix screen and seeing all this stuff yeah. blasted. And it's in almost front of overwhelming. You. And, you, and you, then you sit you there pick for something an hour. you might not really care about and watch it and you watch might. the office for the 80th time in a row. <laughs> right. So it's just kind of a different for, version of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it takes away that joy of just flipping through the channels and finding 10 cups. Was on, that a joy know? though? Well, it was to me. Now I can just go, I can go search it in Netflix. Like I really want to watch. Yeah, but there is something too. You're committed. There is something too. I'm never going to, I'm not just going to turn on bad boys. But if I find bad boys on, I'm going to sit right. through I'm it. Not like, gonna I'm going to watch it. it. Yeah. But if I flip around in its own, I might stop. But you don't it. think Netflix is trying to do that where they, oh, they're they, throwing stuff in front of you? That, well, they, that things you've watched before, it's going to show up on the list there. Yeah. Like yeah, I get like a, I get suggest those a things suggestion on my phone that's like, new suggestion for Kevin. Why don't you try watching Goodwill Hunting? I'm like, okay, I might watch that today. Well, I, and that's fair. I just think that like Netflix makes me feel like I'm investing like something important. Like I don't want to pick a shitty movie. I don't want to pick a bad TV show. Like I want to pick something I'm going to enjoy on Netflix. Whereas on TV, I'm just watching it to chill for an hour or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not, not necessarily focused on it. And then, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So you guys are the cord cutters though, but are you not transitioning to using the streaming services in that way where it, you just have something on and I mean, it's like a YouTube video. You start a YouTube video, it's going to just pick another one for you. Yeah, and keep going and that's a good example because I use YouTube that way. I'll, I'll like Netflix is my like, if I turn on Netflix, like let's let's watch something while we eat, then I'm going to try to pick the right thing. But if it's like, nope, if Hannah's not trying to watch it, I'll just turn on YouTube and just find some like shitty video and just let it keep going for, you know, an hour and a half. And then so, yeah, I totally use that like a TV if that's. That's the thing where Netflix and, and streaming stuff can be a little daunting. It's like it's almost like the when you're when you're trying to figure out you and your friends are trying to figure out where you're going to go eat and no one can make a decision. Right. Netflix is that like t TV. I just flip it on and I might me personally, I flip it on to like ESPN first. And then while that's a commercial, I start flipping around. And like you said, I might find a movie, mm -hmm. find a show. Mm -hmm. But now when I open up my computer, I need to pick something like I, I can't just turn on my computer and whatever Netflix is showing. Now I got to go. Am I going to watch The Office the 18th time? Am I going to go watch this new movie? And then am I going to stay up for this whole movie? It, yeah. I kind of miss the days when I could just, when I, which I guess I could, if I subscribe to a cable, I guess I could. But I miss the days where I just turn on my TV and mindlessly flip through channels until I found something. I mean, you could just also get like, <laughs> Hannah and I have got an antenna so we can watch, you know, live sports or whatever. Um, but the problem with that is, man, watching commercials, it's just so bad. Like they're ridiculous. It. So do you, does anybody pay for YouTube? No. I do not. Because I. I hate commercials so much that I, I actually paid for YouTube for a while just to not get the ads. Just to yeah. not have those ads. Yeah. Don't sit there I, find I stopped. I guess I didn't hate them enough to keep paying. <laughs> no ads is worth about $2, but not $5.99 right. or whatever. Right. But I, yeah, I definitely, I, I hate. Now I'm with you on the sport, the sports. It just feels right to break away from it to a commercial every now and then. Maybe it's the kind of commercials that typically play during, during uh, sports. It just feels right. But oh. Also with sports, it's something you can't make sports a something you go back to. Like, I feel like if I'm not watching the football game live, I probably don't want to watch it because I'll probably yeah, know the score or. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that gets into this whole thing. And you've seen it with ESPN and Fox. And I think Amazon's going to try to get into it. Like right now, live rights is huge and they want NBA games and NFL games because that's the only thing forcing me to have direct TV is I want to watch maybe the Thursday night TNT games or whatever it is. But now I think you see where the media like ESPN wants their deal with NFL so bad that now they're afraid to, to say anything too bad about the NFL because they don't want Roger Goodell and the NFL not to like them. Yeah. So when it came to the Kaepernick and Trump stuff, they wanted they wanted to not talk about that. Or when it comes to Kareem Hunt, they they'll present the facts, but they don't really want to talk about Reuben Foster going to Washington. And if that's happening in sports 
media covering that. It's going to happen in everything. I just think that ruins journalism. Yeah. Now, if we're going to let dollars decide what we report on and yeah. whatnot, I think it's where we're, I don't no, know. But, but look at, uh, and I know you probably heard it. I think it was on Bill Simmons or whatever. The NFL made Fox. Right. They they went in and threw money at it because they needed it. And it made that network. Really? I didn't know Literally. anything about that. <clears throat> I mean, Fox is a is a viable network now. Oh, yeah. You didn't really know, but... I remember when Brian when, Curtis when, wrote a big article about it on The Ringer. I might try to link it. I need to, I, yeah, I need to read that. But I mean, it does seem like I remember Fox was just this little network that you think much about. And then I remember, like, the, on yeah. what scale? Like a TBS scale, or like a even smaller? No, than that? smaller than that. Yeah, really. Than that. It was like uh, like a couple nights a week they had shows on. What? Like, uh, uh, I mean, and then they threw a ton of money at the NFL and said, "If we can land this fish, then we'll be good." Huh? And it did it. it well, because them. then you're watching the NFL, you're seeing the advertisements about upcoming show. You know that. It just it made the it made it a network it was worth the money wow. I think probably yeah Do you have any it, idea when that happened because um, I mean I did not it's I been think a while eighties mid eighties or something huh. maybe wow that's crazy that's that's really neat information but then you get like if once Fox has the NFL now we watch the if I watch the game at three then the Simpsons came on after and then I'm like oh Simpsons is pretty yeah. good and now all of a sudden I've been watching Fox for six hours and I like three different shows on there well that's their plan yeah so that's what they're going for. Just it, it, I think live rights is. I, I don't, I'm interested to see where. What is live rights? Like the the games, like the rights to. Oh, live rights! I like thought you were like a riot. That's like, fair. Okay. No, <laughs> that it, it did sound like that. I knew what you were saying, but it did sound okay. like riots. Okay. I just wonder where it goes because I think soon Amazon is gonna get. They're, they've already started doing some of the Thursday night football games. Amazon's gonna get. Thanks. 1994. So. Uh, what go, go? Yeah, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's a it's a touch uh, younger than you, Fox, as a major network. So. I, I just wonder when when Amazon gets fully into like they've already gotten streaming and now I think they're going to soon get into NBA or NFL or something because they've already and then soon like everything I've owned I mean Amazon Prime and then streaming mm-hmm. and then uh, what's Amazon's what I mean, probably going to run my my house eventually well everything in your house I think eventually will either come from Google Amazon or Apple I mean that's kind of the world we're living in right now right. Yeah. So with with like we talked about a second ago with Netflix and Spotify does this too. They they watch they kind of uh, take note of how you consume whatever yeah. their app and then they throw music at you like they throw Discover and they're like oh I like this one thing it's kind of neat that they can throw suggestions at me and a lot of times they're right but it's also a little scary that they can watch what I'm listening to and all of a sudden they know exactly what I like and like Netflix knows what I just if they can do that with. TV shows, they probably can do that with what I'm Google searching, yep. with what I'm... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah. I just... The the data that they probably have on me, who feels like I don't have... There's not much to have. Like, I think they know everything about me, and I don't even... It's, it's funny, just, It's too, a little weird, but it's you, also cool, too. You pay more for... You know, I, Hannah and I have got one of those, like, Google Home Minis, and so essentially, we've paid Google for them to, to uh, surveil us. I mean, they're just... They're listening to everything because we asked them to. Yeah. Um, and they're just, you know, they, they don't hold on to anything except for the stuff that they hold on to and keep forever. So it's weird. we talked about the other day, um, those with apps, there's like the agreement, you know, yeah, the, 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 ULA, the user, those, you know, those things agreements. when you download an app, it's like, do you agree to the terms and services? You never yeah, read you the 800. Read you just say skip and approve. <laughs> Apparently LJ was telling me that those don't even, that's not even a real contract. It's not a contract in court. In court. Yeah. That's just, uh, because uh, judges have a set precedent that, uh, I mean, you're, nobody's going to read those. They, they just don't get read because if you read every one of those you come across, you wouldn't you, have a life. You don't <laughs> have a job. That is your job now. 
Well, and I guess that is like people's job. There are people that read those and then say, hey, by the way, everybody should know that Apple is now, you know, putting this in their agreement. So don't agree. One year Snapchat got in a, like it was two or three years ago, they got in big trouble. What They just kind of got in hot waters because their agreement, apparently, obviously we updated the app. So whoever used it and didn't read it like we talked about, but somewhere in it, it was like, we, you're agreeing to Snapchat being able to use your, like, like they, not only the pictures that you take in Snapchat, they can pull text messages and look at your Google and they can do everything. And someone like took a screenshot and highlighted it. It was like, by the way, y'all are letting Snapchat have full control of your phone. And then everyone caused a big uproar in the Snapchat. I was like, oh, whoops, that was on accident. We didn't mean to put that in there. And really it sounds like we just got caught. That's the only reason we're saying it was an accident. Like, yeah. I wonder how many times we skip through the Apple on our, like when, when I get my new phone, if I skip through it, I don't yeah. know what exactly I'm telling Apple they can do with my phone. So how do, you, how do you guys feel in general about, you know, giving up a lot of personal data w- with the prospect of of having convenience directed? Right. Yeah. Ha- having them help put content in front of you that you're going to like. I, what do so you think of that? I like that it. I like it to an extent. Like I like that Amazon suggests this and I'm like, oh, I do. I did kind of need I do want this or I, people also bought this and then. Netflix tell me what I want to watch. But also sometimes I feel like they're tricking me into buying things. Like I wouldn't have bought that, but they listen to me say something or maybe they, they know that you me. feel impulsive at this time yeah. of the night because you always buy something. So they know how to manipulate you for oh, their sure. own benefit. And the way they work it is like, Isn't they that know what advertising is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's why you walk through those little things at Walmart, you know, and the, they have the gum and the batteries and right. beef jerky because right. they're like a gas station. You're sitting there in front the best of retail the, space yeah. is right there at the counter yeah. where you're buying your absolutely. So how do you stuff. feel about it? Do you, uh, well, I, I love, because you have one of those Echoes or whatever you're living yeah, in. Yeah, we, have a, we have a Google and a Alexa. What is it, Alexa? Is that Echo? That's Echo, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I like with Alexa, you can just say, order some more Mar- Marcona almonds. I love those Marcona almonds. <laughs> and, and it, you know, and it does. And then they show up in about two days. I love that. And I will say I love Spotify. We've talked about this before. I've got to find that. The the taste makers. Taste breakers. Whatever, taste breakers. I still hadn't found that. Maybe I'll get you to show me. Yeah. But I love how it'll suggest music that I might like based on my listening Mm because eight out of 10 times they're right. Yeah. And sometimes they're like hammer, nail, hit. You know, it's Sometimes you end up with Wolfpack. Yeah, you get Wolfpack. And that is enhancing your usage of a service that you're already paying for. Right. Mm -hmm. So that feels good to me. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. So how how do you feel about it? Well, I I feel the same way. If if it's helping me find things that I want to listen to or, or consume or whatever, I... Or, or just make my life easier, more convenient. I, I'm all for it. I don't really have a huge problem with sharing that information. I kind of feel like I'm out, if I'm out living my life, I'm sharing how I'm living my life with anybody I'm interacting with. Right. And if they can somehow use that information to help me, great. But on the other hand, like with Amazon, are they really showing me things that are enhancing my life or is it more manipulative? Is it just yeah. typical advertising that maybe my life would be better if I didn't see any of that stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Like with the Spotify thing, they are they're enhancing my music listening by throwing me Volpec or throwing me something new. But Amazon might not be actually helping me. They're just right. taking manipulating me to buy more crap <laughs> yeah. from them. Yeah, and it's working. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's working every right. time. Well, that's where I think you've got to take control. You got to you got to decide what's enriching your life and what is being manipulative. You still got to be in control of what you buy or how so, you yeah. manipulate. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not one to just lock everything down. So even something as simple as letting 
Google Chrome remember my passwords. If I had to type in a password every time I went to a website, I wouldn't go to those websites and you know use the services. I'm that I... the exact opposite in that one. Really? I really? will not save a password on Google. Oh, Chrome. Really? Oh, I won't do it. I'm my computer knows every password I have. Like they oh, just man. save it. I don't know why. I just won't but do it. Now, but it's at some point you're putting your trust somewhere. Well, you know? So I'm yeah. definitely trusting yeah. Google with my passwords because not only is it are they being saved. They're going through Google servers yep. and ending up on my other devices too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they definitely know those passwords. Oh, yeah. Like I'll log into something on my computer and then when I get on my phone, it's like, oh, do you want to use that password that we remembered from your computer? I'm like, oh, actually, yeah. yes, now, I would. Having said that, I'm not talking about, I don't know, maybe financial stuff. I, I guess like my, my karaoke website. You're okay with remembering like that, that password. Right, okay. right, yeah. But your bank account in the Grand Cayman, yeah, that one. Maybe that. <laughs> okay. I've got, yeah, I, I've got some multi-level authentication that's happening with those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have a, Pops, did you have a topic that you kind of, I just saw you brought a bunch of notes. I didn't know if maybe you had something you wanted to throw at us. Um, well, I thought of a couple of things that while we were talking. Have y'all ever heard of the cat tartar sauce? The cat tartar, the cat sauce. tartar sauce. It sounds like you just made up words. No, no, no. no. I'm tartar. trying to figure yeah. out, is, is cat the, the, the main word or tartar? I, have you have you ever heard of cat tartar sauce? <laughs> right. All right. Have I mean, you heard cat of, have you heard of you, Did you keep drinking from last night or have you quit? <laughs> yeah, no, I did quit. Okay. The, the word barrel's just out there and he's grabbing them and throwing them. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, okay, have you heard of Grumpy Cat? Yes. Okay, Grumpy Cat's name is tartar sauce. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and what? I didn't realize what, I mean, I looked up meme- I mean, I, you know, I thought meme was a, ver- a new term. Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan, what? Invented the word meme. Did he? Okay, yeah. Well, it's obvious. It's been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it. And the, I wanted the mid-70s, to, I think. Um, really? Yeah. And that's where I found the grumpy cat, which is tartar sauce. Did which, someone just now introduce we, you to the internet? Do we all know what grumpy cat is? <laughs> is this, did that just now use the internet for the first time today? Yeah. In 2019? Uh, there's this website called YouTube. You got to look up giraffe fights. That's why I'm just saying. That's why he's been so quiet this time. He just didn't, he didn't know what Amazon or computers or all <laughs> this thought, is. I thought meme was a term like, what is what is a new term in, that's come into the lexicon? Like a gif? Lit. Uh, a gif, like a gif or a GIF. Or, or, or being lit. GIF. It's gif. GIF. I thought meme was like that, but meme is a, it's been around a long time. Is it Jeff or it's Jeff? I think I it's thought Giff. it was Jeff. I think we're like sitting on Dad's shoulder right now, fighting for his soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Jeff, though. It's, it's well, Giff. I'm going. Jeff is peanut butter. It's Jeff. That's what I, the, I would, the name comes from. The developers always had this saying, and they said cheesy developers choose Jeff. That was their thing. Okay, so LJ is completely correct. It is Jeff. Absolutely. However, sometimes, <laughs> however, sometimes you know when when everyone starts using a word differently, that becomes the new official way to say it. So in the dictionary. I think maybe maybe it will become gift. I'm and holding I out. If I'll you never said, say if, it. If it I, takes everybody, it's not going to happen. I judge. I immediately judge someone when they call it a gif. I v- vice versa. Are you buddy. serious? Vice versa. When I hear buddy. somebody say gif, I think ah, there's there's someone yeah. who who's like he's got some yeah some no, see, knowledge. I think, I think that's someone like pops over here just learned what a meme was, and I'm like, you just don't know. What yeah, and he's on your side with this gif thing, so I think. <laughs> I really didn't know exactly what a meme was. I mean, that's just, I'm being honest. And yeah. I got on it because, all right, Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay, can I say a little something about Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. But well, so, like a when, spoiler alert? Is that what you're I saying? I don't think or? it's a spoiler alert, but when Davos sees Gendry, he goes, oh, I thought you'd been out rowing your boat. Well, that, that was, was a, a meme. They they addressed the meme yep. in the show, yep. which was kind of cool. Because the reference is that he, he well, rows Gendry his boat. Was, Away from wherever, oh. and then we don't see him. And we for don't see him for two, or three, seasons. or four yeah. seasons, and you know he's a part <laughs> of the plot. So that was a meme. So I looked up meme, and the and really kind of one of the originators. It looked like to me was tartar sauce, the damn cat. 
Well, the grumpy cat that I, we could go into meme history. I, I do this it, with my high school students okay. all the time. I'm wasn't a meme historian. Richard Dawkins? Yeah, it was Richard Dawkins. You're right. I'm sorry. Not Carl, Richard, Richard. Not Carl Sagan. No, LJ's um, wrong. Yep. Okay. Yep. See, I think LJ might be wrong more often than we realize. I know, we, we don't call him out. Yeah, I was about to say, we, we can't have Benji on than us. Benji's you know? no longer on this podcast. I'd like <laughs> you to walk leave. away now. <laughs> Speaking of uh, mispronouncing things, did you do you remember in the tournament, NCAA tournament last year, uh, Jim Nance, something happened. I think like the Michigan guy went over to him and he called it. He was like, well, that's going to be a meme on the internet. A meme <laughs> He called it a meme yeah. <laughs> And then that obviously went viral of him calling He actually it became, it a meme-me. Meme-me. It became a meme became a meme I'm going to become a meme <laughs> Speaking of, we were talking about advertisements and live sporting events, mm-hmm. and I did write this down. The NCAA tournament, I think, has the best commercials. Because usually it's Barkley and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. What and, are they advertising? Uh, I think a credit card, isn't it? I know I, what I don't it is. I don't, I don't know. know. What it is. That means it's poor. I, I know what it is, but it's poor advertising. It's, if you really like the commercial, card, you can't remember. But right? it's not necessarily. It's not. It's not even necessarily. Advertising isn't about imprinting on your brain some like obvious connection between Samuel L. Jackson's cool. So I'm going to use Capital One. It's about uh, next time you see that Capital One logo, you kind of just feel cooler or happier or something. And so it's not. It's a. It's a subtle thing. Good advertising subtle. Have you seen Geico now? Is putting out this the best of Geico commercials or whatever. And they had some great. Was remember Hump Day, the camel. Right. Well, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I mean, that's the cavemen. Cavemen. Stuff, the cavemen. Yeah. I mean, they had some great commercials. There's a, so. there's a commercial. Pretty. Uh, it's some insurance. You made me think of it when you said Geico, but. It's like a family sitting around a table and they're all sitting in massage chairs eating, but the chairs like rolling. So like the mom's trying to eat soup and she's spilling it all over. So it's, it's hilarious. I don't know what they're advertising, but the commercial is really funny. <laughs> the, the old uh, uh, sports center, a uh, little ads. This is sports center. This is sports those center were, were great. They were fantastic. Is an ad work better if it's like funny, but you don't quite remember a capital one or like one that I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but one that's just annoying as hell, but you always remember but you remember it. it. Well, I think uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit, uh, maybe a couple of days ago. We were talking about, I think, Geico, because there is like there there's a there's a on both sides. If you think I hate this company because this ad sucks so bad, you still the name ends up in your head. And so like a bad ad might be a better ad than a good ad. Um, but we were talking about I think Geico has the best of both worlds because they'll make you laugh sometimes. And then that stupid damn gecko <laughs> with the with the British accent. And then that that's the joke. It's a gecko with the British accent. We're supposed to laugh at that. And so they win both ways. Yeah, that's my thinking, at least. You had some. Were you gonna rattle off any more? Yeah. No. Kinda... What? Tell me about. Tell me about tartar sauce. Was there something to learn here? Or was that just you? First no, meme. That was just about memes. I just was. I thought my question was: Is it just me, or is tartar sauce a thing? And and <laughs> and apparently, it's kind of a thing. This 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 young lady. If you Google her picture of Lindsay something or another, I'll show it. She's a young, attractive girl, and she's made like a million dollars off of this grumpy ass cat. I mean, why couldn't I have an ugly cat and take a picture? Talk and put about it on the that is one thing kind of neat about the internet is how well it's <laughs> annoying to see other people make so much money when you're like that isn't even that hard. But there's like this kid named Ryan's Toys Toy Reviews or something. He's like a three year old on YouTube, <laughs> and literally he just opens up presents and like reviews a toy like a three year old would. So it's not a very good review, but it's, I guess it's funny. And a bunch of kids watch it. He makes his family brings in like fourteen million dollars a year off his stupid off his YouTube reviews. channel. Yeah, and watch one of them. I mean, it's kind of cute. Use you like that That's when you were saying. little. I know, yeah. The heck, I mean, he just opens up toys and like plays with it for three minutes, and then kids just love it. Like, so one of my coworkers has a bunch of young kids, and he was talking about 
Yeah, my, like every single time one of those comes out, we have to sit down and watch it. Like my boy loves it. Wow, check him out, Ryan. Huh? Ryan's toy reviews. Ryan, I'll have to write that down. So, so Ryan, he, he's he's an engaging little kid, though, right? He's got enough appeal. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a cute so little kid. You guys aren't making a lot of money with the podcast. What's uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you make a point? <laughs> out of here again. We need a cute kid. <laughs> Is that why you brought me in? Yeah. <laughs> we were hoping you'd be the cute kid. Yeah. This is radio, you know. <laughs> oh, damn it. So, um. We've got faces for radio. <laughs> so, LJ, do you want me to, to lay it on you about why Steph Curry was correct? God. And that we didn't land on the moon? First off, I think it'd be nice to know if you could find out whether Steph Curry uses GIF or GIF so we can really. Well, I'm sure he's a smart man. He uses gift. Okay, cool. So, so go ahead. Now that the audience has that in their mind. So do y'all like 100% believe that we, like no doubt we landed on the moon? I mean, we didn't. The four of us didn't. Right, but correct. as a human race, I, there's no doubt in my mind, humans have been on the moon, planted a flag there. They did it in 1969. Yeah. You don't, I, I think I'm with L on that. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, confident. Yeah. I'm about as confident as I am about, you know, most things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, it's, it was awfully convenient that like in 1969, when they wanted to land on the moon, like. So what was it? It was during the Cold War stuff. So we obviously had our little rivalry going with Russia. And then Russia launches, what was it? Uh, Sputnik. Sputnik. Right. And then we say, we're going to land on the moon. And Russia kind of acts like they're going to land on the moon. No one's ever done this. It really even thought it was possible. And within a year of us saying, yeah, we're going to do it. We just happened to figure out how to do it. And we didn't. I, I, we just faked it. I think JFK said we were going to do it. And then all of a sudden, the, it was coming down to it. And he really realized, oh, shit, I don't think we can figure this out. So they just... Didn't so do you think, okay, so here's a question. Do you think there is a robot on Mars right now? Well, there's, I, I do think we've sent things to the moon. Okay. And we've sent things to Mars. I just don't think we've sent a human being. Why? Why do you think that? Because uh, just look at, like, if you look at, like, what we sent to the moon, there was, I, I just don't think it's possible. I, I don't think we've ever figured it out. And you don't, you think we've sent things to the moon. That's right. possible. So it's possible to send that thing to the moon, but not, not a, living a living person. person. Why? I just don't think it's possible. Why? Then, you figure out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can't just. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> well, I'm not a, I'm not a, like, I'm not a NASA guy. I don't know all the science behind it. Thank God. <laughs> we never have gone. It just, is, it just is all too convenient that within, within months of JFK going, yeah, we're going to figure this out. We just happen to figure out all of a sudden. And then if you look back at it. The like when he plants the flag on the moon and it's blowing in the wind, and it's then if not you look, blowing in the wind, there's, it there's shadows that are not sh making any sense on the pictures if you see it, and then. We just believe everything that the damn TV tells you, that NASA tells you. <laughs> Look, you, I've got a picture up. It's got the, the flag had a thing to hold it out. So that it had the flagpole yeah. and then it had a, a stick to hold it unfurled. Yeah. And there's no gravity there. So there was a wrinkle. It's not blowing in the wind. And in fact, look, you can look, I, I'm going to send you this website. So, you can see two frames in the flag, the, the astronaut moves and the flag. Does do y'all know, know who Gus Grissom is? No. Yeah, he was an yeah. astronaut. He was supposed okay. to be the first person to land on the moon. Okay. And they sent uh, Apollo 1. He was also very open about how he doesn't really think it's possible, and he was very skeptical about it. And then they sent Apollo 1 up, and it had an oxygen fire, and it's been reported, and it blew up, and they all died. All the astronauts died that were on there. And then they like a bunch of people tried to open up these different cases to say that there was incompetence at NASA, like maybe sabotaged this flight to kill him on purpose. And he even, his wife believes that, like if you look up Grissom, his wife and sons all think that he was killed by NASA. And then, so even further you think down. think that's the easiest way that they could come up with to kill somebody that's going to spread state they're secrets gonna or something? They're going to blow up a $10 billion spaceship. That everybody's watching because so they're then, trying to go to the moon for the first then, time. Thomas Ronald Brown was a quality control and safety inspector for the NAA. And he was going to write, he wrote a 55-page report on how 
this was this was incompetent and it, maybe they didn't do it on purpose but someone screwed up and they shouldn't like this shouldn't have happened this should have been easy to spot before they blew oh, up the, and died. it shouldn't have blown up that shouldn't right. have happened. Well, it should have been <laughs> obvious the like flash. <laughs> so he wrote this 55 page report and they just brushed it off and said that uh don't worry you're wrong and then then he tried it so he went home and he was going to make a 500 page report and right before this thing was supposed to come out he just conveniently him and his family get hit by a train and they all die and there was no autopsy performed by the guy that was going to blow the whistle on him i just think you know Big Brother might be kind of controlling things, and we just we just assume. Oh, that is the Earth flat too? No, the Earth's round. Oh, it is round. The okay. Earth's round, right? But we're in a dome. And so my my entire thing really goes to <laughs> we're living on the inside of the round Earth. I don't right. necessarily say there's no way we landed on the moon. It really goes to my overarching thing is I just think we should question a lot more. I don't know that the government's always telling us the truth. I don't think NASA. Oh, I, I totally yeah. agree with that. <laughs> yeah. but so why say, do you assume that we landed on the moon? Because I just think we landed on the moon. I mean, they're probably lying to why us. Why did no one else? Why is Russia not landed on the moon? Well, once it happened, still, what's, what's the yeah. point? There's nothing up there. It's it still, sucks. It's just cool to say you did it, and then we were the first ones to do it, and then why Why put all those man hours to say, yeah, we were number two. We did the number two thing. So you don't think... They'd I just, rather get to Mars. That's the next race. Mm. So and then there might a, be something worth having. So we just got to find a way to fake that one. Yeah, if we could fake well. if we could fake a Mars landing, then no one I'm else sure will ever go. It. Yeah, I'm sure they're working on a way to fake it. <laughs> no, Kev, you're so uh, it's like fake dinosaurs. I know. No. So, no. so okay, so don't you think though that it would be really, really hard after all these years to to keep it under wraps? Yes. That we would have real evidence that it was faked. That, now that you couldn't dispute that's with all the people involved after all this time. The biggest argument I think, and the one that I can't really refute at all is if it's that big of a secret, how do you keep like someone right. knows, right? Multiple people probably know. How do they keep everyone quiet besides just killing them like they did with Thomas Ronald Brown and Gus Christie? Yeah, well, you just can't but, stick everybody up in a spaceship and blow them up. Well, you might want to be <laughs> careful then because you're kind of espousing a theory that the government doesn't want out. You could be gone. Well, you see, I mean, uh, like Steph Curry, when he said it, like someone, there was that funny little NASA invited him to come tour Houston when he comes in. Really, it was like he got a message. It was like, hey, watch your mouth, son. <laughs> Don't, you, need to, you need to hush. <laughs> Or your ankles are going to get broken again. I, I just thought. Well, you think if Steph Curry should be concerned, you should be really. Yeah, concerned. but no one's actually listening to me. People actually listen. Maybe I Steph hope Curry. people are listening to you right now. Yeah, <laughs> but I think they, they take half of what I say with a grain of salt. Like there are people well, they to. Shout out to the Swedes. Shout out to the Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now taking a complete turn, but it's something me and LJ wanted to bring up. And you both are at. I, I know when I was younger, like when I first got in college, I learned the lesson of. You don't buy the the Dollar Tree toilet paper. <laughs> you do that one time, and that, that'll that'll really uh, you'll you'll learn your lesson. But I've noticed whether at your house and now over here at the Jaegers, y'all both buy completely different types of toilet paper. Yours is a very very uh, the, the extra soft. It feels like, like the really the nice toilet paper, the good toilet paper. And Benji, you you seem to buy it, it's almost like a lower quality, thinner toilet paper. Yeah. The hotel is there, is there a reason? No, for oh that? no, it's not. It's not a hotel quality. Because <laughs> both of y'all, the reason I bring it up because both of y'all, it's not like you're you're buying a cheaper or cheaper toilet paper because it's cheaper. You ever? I'm sure there's a reason why y'all choose. You're at the age and money where you can buy the toilet paper you want. So I was wondering, why do you buy the oh. almost cheap? It seems okay. like the, the hotel, the, but I guess. Okay, yeah, there's a reason there. I'm I'm glad you noticed that, Kevin. <laughs> well, we can't bring up the faucets too later. And it's just in the guest bathroom, by the way. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that. 
No. Okay. So, so we moved into this house and we had a lot of bathrooms to stock with toilet paper. Okay. okay. Lots, lots of people filling up the house. Haley needed to, um, settle on something as a standard to make life easy. You know, one, one pantry or one, one, uh, stockpile of toilet right. paper, which it took quite a bit to keep this, this, uh, <laughs> this crowd papered. <laughs> so, okay. The, so the only reasonable way to figure this out was to, uh, perform a toilet paper study. <laughs> so, yeah, we so we got together and we figured out what are the factors that are important to all of us about toilet paper. And of course comfort is high up on the list. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicate expense, uh, the cost mm-hmm. and it's important. Yeah, and and that's that's a complicated because the the toilet paper that you have might you know, the number of squares on each roll is going to be different, but but that's true. But the, the true cost the paper, is hard to uh, but the thickness and the feel yeah. is going to affect how how much you use. There's mm-hmm. lots of factors, and then uh, but a huge factor was the the lint. How much mm-hmm. lint comes off the right. the paper? Anyway, so I naturally I created a, a toilet paper spreadsheet. <laughs> naturally, my because kind of man, right I, there. <laughs> I completely believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and we and, and so over the course of of the next few months, we sampled a variety of toilet papers <laughs> and tracked all of this. And, and, uh, <laughs> there was a clear winner at the end of the study, which what, what's the brand of toilet paper? No, yeah, give the, them a shout out on the show. I yeah, think they yeah. earned it. It's that, uh, what is it? Scott's oh, 1000 yeah. or something. I can't remember what it's going to talking about. Something like that. Yeah. But it's, it's a thinner, like a denser, thinner toilet paper. So the qual the, the softness was enough that everybody was okay with it while it still met all of the other requirements, mainly, okay, huge one was lint. That, yeah. that, well, that ended up being a huge one. It's interesting. The reason I noticed the toilet paper is because I, I thought this is really good toilet paper because it, I've had like the it, really, it, it does feel oh, thin, but it's good. Well, I, when I, I first, when I first, I literally yeah. tell you, <laughs> when stuff. I first saw it, I thought, well, so the bathroom I'm in, Benji gets the shitty toilet paper. <laughs> this is where the guests get. I'm sure Benji's got the extra soft, you know, with the bear or the baby on it, something. But, uh, but then I used it. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. But then I thought about it. One time I got like really nice toilet paper because I thought, you know what? I want that soft toilet paper. And I bought it and it doesn't work. Like it is soft, right. but it doesn't get any tears. Right. Softness and, doesn't mean it's not better, getting the job sure. done. Like you right. said, what you, you want some tensile strength. <laughs> right. I want my right. toilet paper like John Wayne, rough, yeah. tough, and don't take no shit. Or that's how the toilet paper was. <laughs> and I, I just think Benji has the best toilet paper and it doesn't surprise me at all that a spreadsheet. Well, was I have, I have some data to back that up. So. <laughs> Oh, I think he's, what, he's, is he searching for it? I mean, he can pull it up like right now. What is your, what is your thought process when buying toilet paper? You, know, you don't get the same get, exact toilet paper. I don't. Paper. And you I don't do get, always stay stocked like uh, the end of the world's coming. You know, now <laughs> it's whatever Tammy wants. Um, but well, that's a good answer. I mean, so, and she is, does fine in toilet paper. It doesn't seem to tear and rip because that's the, the worst is toilet paper that rips at mm. a very inopportune time. Mm-hmm. That's just not good <laughs> at all. No explanation needed. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> so, and so my, my, my uh, uh, part of the toilet paper buying is to have plenty of it. And you normally do. Times. There's normally do like 50 not. rolls in every bathroom. The worst, the, maybe the second worst thing after it tearing it at an opportune time is looking over there and seeing there's not any. Yeah. And yep. so I generally check that before. What do you do if you look over and there's Well, I don't. Any. I mean, I 
I checked a pair before. of underwear go? I, it has. Some socks? I've been out on the golf course and left a pair of underwear out. Yes, out. Yes, I have. It happens. It's uh, out there now. Enough said. Do you have a prediction? I do. Up? I don't know. It's, it's a funny one, but I do have something that I think is likely to happen. And um, when is the next? Is the election will start this year, right? Well, I mean. It's 20. 20, right, is when... 2020, 2020 yeah. is the, the next presidential election. Right, but now I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't vote for Kanye anymore. I thought I, th- I had all my ba- eggs in the Kanye basket, Kanye. but now he's, he's nuts. It's crazy. Well, so this may not be this year, but okay, like I said, I don't know if no, this, this is, is funny. Good. No, actually, I mean, but there is just to... Like Elizabeth Warren is now looking to see if she, you know, has a shot at running for president. Like mm-hmm. that's the Massachusetts. Did she just? Did she? She declared that she's gonna. Who, she's got a. Did she just declare that she was? I think she declared that she towards, was. She was uh, putting a committee together to oh. see uh, whether it was viable or not. So yeah, essentially, uh, election campaigning. Right. I mean, so uh, we'll our current president has been campaigning for uh, the election since he what took it. Party is Elizabeth Warren Democrat. Okay. Well, I think it'll be interesting. So here, here's my, my yeah, It takes the formal step toward 2020 presidential candidacy. Yeah, so it is starting. I think that of. we'll see for only the second time uh, in history that the incumbent will not be the nominee for his party. I really don't think Trump will be the Republican nominee. Interesting. And it's only happened one other time. When does that happen? That an elected president, and I underlined the word elected president, was not nominated by his party for so the it, second term. It was Franklin Pierce who was our 14th president. Mm -hmm. And this is a little interesting to me. He was elected as a Democrat in 1852, but his pro-slavery stance as a Democrat uh, actually helped lead to the creation of the Republican Party. The Republican well, if you Party, go back in history, think, it kind of confuses you if you look. Like the Democrats the, the were Republicans are kind of what the Democrats. Yeah, there was a, you know, a flip flop. Uh, shout out to the Dr. Waggy. It was, but Dr. Waggy. Yeah, it's back in the old history professor. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, you know, and you would think yeah. he, he freed the slave, you know, he the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm-hmm. You would think that'd be more de- Democratic, liberal, but he was a Republican. So um, anyway, so I'll finish this up. But uh, so do you think what's it, real quick on your on the election stuff? Do you think it's likely that a celebrity type runs for president, like like a Oprah or or Kanye? You, like you he's know, not going to, here's the thing. Why would you? If you have all that money, why would you go through the... The president kind of seems like a shitty job. Well, it seems like not a great job. It does seem um, as long as the, the current dude doesn't end up in a, a, a jail cell. Uh, he's made a lot of money on this. I mean, you know, every time the Secret Service has to set up at Mar-a-Lago, that's, that's money in the Trump pocket. So it's not necessarily... Uh, a loss, you know, you can, you can definitely turn it in. And, and that brand name has gotten pretty huge again, as long as, you know, I'm just kind of with dad. Like you if, you, if you're already yeah. pretty well off that the president seems like if you do a good job, a good job is just like, you didn't screw anything up too bad. I could, no one ever says like, I just feel like presidents always get shit on all the time. And like, yeah, it just seems like, a I mean, even job. a great president's got yeah, enemies. Yeah, that, that goes with the job. It yeah. just seems like a, I wouldn't want that job at all. It doesn't sound. I mean, like, you, you have to run for president because you're idealistic and, you know, you're wanting to make a change in the world, you know, for a place. It's not for, it's, it's not for money or fame or. Well, that, I mean, that's who I would be. want. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Wasn't Donald, would you consider Donald Trump was a celebrity? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So do you think that could be like the shift in how we like the presidential candidates? Like, could The Rock run for you president? You know, Ronald Reagan was a movie, was a, yep. a feature length yeah. movie star. Okay. Yeah. I do um, think I kind of knew that. But. I'm sorry, I kind of interrupt where you're going. I just think no, no, there, more there, celebrities. There were, I think the only thing I was going to add. I don't there, think they'll win. There were four others 
that were not nominated by their party, but they all came into office by assassination, assassination, or, something like yeah. that. None of them were elected. So there's only been one other elected, Franklin Pierce, that was not the nominee. Those and I the, think we're going to see that. I think the Greg Williamses of the president. Greg Williams, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the president. That aren't going to be able to hold their job next year. Right. Right. Well, Greg Williams <laughs> turned down a spot as a president. Yeah, he thinks he so. Turned down a lot of uh, Greg, Greg Williams, for the those of uh, you that don't know, is the acting interim coach of the Cleveland Browns, the right. winningest coach of the last three or four Probably years. Probably a long time. The Browns haven't done a lot of winning. No, later. Not since I've been alive. Um, no, I'd be surprised. I, I'd be surprised if, if – Trump ended up being the Republican candidate. I don't know. I feel like I mean it's gonna it's uh, it's gonna go one way or another because that's how the world is. I guess that's just. But it's I think uh, I think it's it's relatively likely. But I also think like we it it could be just as easily likely that everybody on uh, the conservative side doubles down real hard. And well, it could also you know. maybe not be so much that, but could be maybe some factors that led to him. Well, I'm surprised that he was the candidate last time and well, that he won. But our voting system, yeah, and uh, the way votes get split, you know, yeah, might be, yeah, a cause true. for that, and that could happen again. Could if certainly could, if uh, if Donald Trump wasn't the Republican candidate, would he still run? You think? Can he still run as like an independent? I guess, yeah, you can run. I mean, hell, I could run as an independent, yeah, right? Yeah, um, I mean, there are some restrictions, but yeah, I'm sure. Live twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do no. you, would he? Because that would be. A uh, pretty wild election cycle. I would I, I, like the the writers of Earth twenty twenty. Uh, that'd be a good plot line. I think I'm just throwing it out there for the writers listening. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. The uh, boy, they, they'd have to know that there, there's no way he or the Republican candidate would have a chance. Then I'm sure, point. yeah. So, but but also like who would stop I mean, him? He would. I mean, he it, I, that would be such a. Can you know, educate me on what a, what exactly a gov- <clears throat> government shutdown means? Uh, the government's not working, right? But like so. Like they just aren't working. They're like on a long I know vacation. Like all the national parks, like the yeah, the right. guard, You know, you can't Zoos. go to a national park and, and, and like, things like that. Do is this right that like TSA and those people aren't getting paid right now? Like, essential services like that, like a mailman, are, they keep going. Mailwoman and mailman, they're still working, now, the, but are they getting paid? The, the postal service is a separate okay. entity. I don't think they. It's federally funded, but it's not but it, right. Somehow uh, it doesn't get yeah. directly is, affected. Is Trump the same still getting way. a check? Uh, I think everybody in Congress and uh, and the executive branch and the the uh, or, or like the the big elected officials and still the Supreme paid. Court justices, I think, all still get paid. I think I could be wrong. It just seems like I don't know. Not much is in my personal life. Not much is not touching since you. The government I will say, out, so I wonder what it, like what is it? Just kind of a here's something I learned that I think you might find interesting. So there's I think three people on the International Space Station right now, and with the government shutdown, that means NASA doesn't have. Uh, funding to have people monitor those three people. So they have a hundred people in there out of the usual, like 5,000 whose job it is to keep these three people alive. And now there's just a hundred in the room. Well, they better hurry up and start getting those paychecks back. People might start talking about all the fake stuff going on. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Money talks. There you go. All right. Do you have anything else you wanted to bring up pops? We'll talk about how big windmills are. If you want, let's talk about how big windmills are. Windmills are huge. You want to talk about how big windmills are? How big are windmills? How big are they? They're huge. (laughs) 
They are. What are you, it's a windmills. You're talking like what how, are you talking about? The wind turbines. Yeah, hell, wind yeah. Turbines. Well, confused. it came up for me. It was it was from the road. So I'm driving out through West Texas. After you don't use or wash your hands, you probably <clears> used the bathroom. Didn't wash your hands. Does uh, Kevin? I mean, wait, do we need to go over that again. <laughs> if the house is clean and I don't touch anything in the bathroom, dude. I'm, I mean, sometimes I don't wash. <laughs> anyway, I'm cleaner than everything you, you, in a gar- gas station bathroom. You and your dirty hands. <laughs> Happen to look so I'm over. driving. No, but 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 in Texarkana, often we will see, and y'all probably see here that, that you'll see them pulling those blades, the turbine blades. I didn't know what that was for the longest time. Those are like, just that the turbine. That's just or the turbine, turbine blade. That's, turbine. It's it's a it's the but it's a foil. It's, a, it's it's no. <laughs> Am I not saying it right? Turbine. There you go. It, yeah. Do you have to say turbine? I think they call it turbine still. What a turbine? Am I, I mispronouncing? I mean, am I wrong? It's a wind. No, I think turban. I think it's. Acceptable. You can say turban. I think that's a an adequate pronunciation. If you're gonna come at the top, you better not miss. I mean, <laughs> gif, gif. Oh, you can say turban. Yeah. <laughs> now don't you feel bad or all the? You should. So you're making fun of your old pops. Um, so those things, when huh. you see those things coming uh, through, those are uh, at least. I think the smallest ones are 121 feet or 40 yards. Wow, they're forty yards long. I, I put a lot of this in yards because we're football oriented people. The the tallest one offshore, they they stand from base to tip. If you have the turbine at the very top, you know, in the in the whole base, four hundred and sixty six feet high, or a football field and a half. So that's how tall they wow. are in general. The tall and the reason they stop at about four sixty six is because above four ninety nine, you have to get FAA approval. Can, so, I, can I pause you for just a second? Yeah. I think Kevin's looking on eBay to buy a wind well, turbine. I just, right now. I, was, I just typed in, <laughs> I just typed in turbine, and you can buy one of these. You can buy one. Yeah, yeah. you only. I mean, it's a small payment of one hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. One hundred sixty nine thousand nine hundred, and you can get. Oh, a, sorry, uh, I dropped the nine hundred. A wind generator turbine, energy, low start off grid speed, high power generation, but. Everybody's putting the free solar shipping, power, though. the solar They'll do free shipping. Oh, <laughs> free shipping. Yeah, okay. they do throw in free shipping with that hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Well, that's shipping substantial. I mean, well, especially on an on an object this large, this large. Right? I mean, you see, yeah. you see these eBay sales shipping down the highway all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're huge. I'm just we, imagining everybody putting like solar panels on their roof, and Dad's getting a wind turbine or a turbine. Uh, <laughs> See, turbine just doesn't sound that right. It's, I, I don't. I feel like I've never heard somebody call it a turbine. So I feel. I don't know. I don't know how I missed this. Um, well, I didn't know how I missed tartar sauce either, but I did. So <laughs> you just learned about Grumpy Cat. Is that what that was about? Well, no, I knew who Grumpy Cat was. I mean, I'd seen it, but not much. I mean, I'd seen okay. it like one time. I didn't. I saw this picture of this grumpy looking cat. I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I just thought somebody found a picture on the internet of a grumpy I just, cat. I just have to say, gift bugs. Yes. Me. Yes. Okay. I, <laughs> God, we are I, so. I, I, so I, I've been in software for a long time, right? Okay. Yeah. And you know, back in the '80s, I was working on graphic software, and it was GIF. Everyone, you it mean was GIF? Everyone. Graphics software. <laughs> <laughs> so hearing hearing these, these other pronunciations is it's it just sounds like a different language to me. I'm so <laughs> with you on that one, but it's. Perhaps we should try to change. They no, feel strongly it's about with it. with a G, not a J. <laughs> so is giraffe. So, so are we going to call it, what did you call it, graphics? Yeah, graphics. Yeah, are we going to start calling Are we going to start calling it scuba? What? Because you pronounce it the way that you would pronounce those are words. Are you for scuba? Are you for scuba? Exactly. You <laughs> like don't, uh, it doesn't require, uh, uh, what, what's the word, an acronym? Uh, an that, acronym is, yeah. yeah. Th- that doesn't require that you pronounce the letters this, that they would be pronounced. Is GIF an acronym? Or is uh, it a yeah. shortened word? It's just, uh, yeah. 
it's just a, a it stands for graphics interchange format or okay. uh, something like that. Um, but like, but so, it stands for graphics. Graphics, interchange. yeah. It's okay, not, so graphics. So does that mean that uh, when your phone takes a <laughs> but picture, the word, it, it's, it's an acronym for when, when graphics. When you're when you're when you're <laughs> when your phone takes a picture, does it save it in a JPEG format? JPEG. J, uh, it's, JPEG. It's photograph, right? Huh? The the P stands for photographic, so it'd be a JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> or no. do you maybe pronounce it the way that it looks like it should be pronounced? And it looks like it, it looks should be like pronounced GIF. GIF. Okay, so we'll start talking about graphs then. Graphites are pretty great. G's can be pronounced that way. The developer decided it was pronounced that way. And the developer might have been wrong. It wasn't. How is the developer wrong about a word they made up? I mean, wrong. I have to say, I, I've always pronounced it GIF, but I mean, I may change. the. I would. These guys probably do know. For, well, I would defer. If it was just Benji telling me, I'd probably go with it. But it seems LJ's doing it. There's no way I'm calling it. Here. Well, no, no. Benji's the one that made made it more validation, no doubt. So we just got done. This is random, but we just got done on New Year's Eve. There was uh, we did a lot of karaoke, in, and I was curious to y'all's thought: what makes a great karaoke song? That's a great question. Because is it something that? That is just fun, or is it something everyone knows, like so they can sing? Like, I think what makes. I think there's. I think there's two good elements in a perfect karaoke song, and there is like a good chance to uh, have fun showing off your pipes or pretending to show off your pipes, right? And then also there are wide sections where the the crowd sings along. So like something like "Don't Stop Believing" is always a good choice because everybody knows the chorus. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world does. But because there's know. nothing worse than the person, and I've been that person before. I've, I learned my lesson the hard way. Is you think. <laughs> Oh, this is a song everyone likes. And then you get up there and realize, oh, we don't know anything but the chorus. And now right. you're just sitting there. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than being that person that that called up a song and then can't sing it at all. I went to a, an open mic night, by the way, that just reminds me. Uh, and there was a, a sign out front where you had to pay $20 if you sang Wagon Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so do yeah. you think what makes a good karaoke yeah. song is just I, people being able to sing along with it? Yeah, I think that's pretty high up there on the list. Also, it, it can't. There, there's songs that I would love to sing, but there's too many long stretches of instrumental. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that big instrumental break is rough. Excellent point. Which don't stop believing has a pretty long instrumental break. That's so then we're just kind of fix a drink. We're kind of just watching the guy watch the screen. Like it should be soon. You have to be so. a multifaceted karaoke performer to pull that off because yeah. you got to do a dance or yeah. do like something during air that guitar time. solo yeah. or something. Right. But. So do you think is it if you're choosing a karaoke song is it something that you Think you can sing well or just something that people... Well, you notice I don't choose many karaoke songs. Correct. And y'all heard me last night, and it's probably a good idea that I don't. Um, but I, I I think it's uh, you choose it because people can sing to it. That's And I, I didn't think about the long instrumental break, but that is very pertinent. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, I think that's it. This is somebody that's done a few karaoke yeah, songs right. before. I think, I think if it's a song that not everybody knows, that's okay. If you can perform it in a way yeah. that's that's... See, but I think you need to be some way. Yeah, entertaining or just a good singer. Like, right. like it's one thing when Hannah gets up there and sings because she can actually sing. When I get up there, hopefully it's either sing along or fun. You're bringing your charisma, not, not your I'm vocal not cords. bringing good vocal cords. <laughs> the pipes, yeah. yeah. I have pipes for talking, not for singing. <laughs> there are various ways to entertain. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> good question. So we were talking about voting earlier. Uh, so what do you guys think about about alternate voting systems? Oh, what do you mean? Great. What do you uh, mean? Because yeah. we do first past the post, right? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Wait, uh, what? 
Yeah, I need y'all to elaborate. Yeah, a help, me, help so me. So what I'm thinking, subject. I think what you're trying to say, Benji, is I'm going to look up the actual terms. For uh, we do have first past the post, which means like you have to reach a, a certain number of votes. I mean, uh, of electoral college votes, and you just straight up win. Uh, and so one of the other versions that I've heard about is this idea of like you rank your choices. Right. So that way, if you say in this election, if you liked um, uh, who was the libertarian that ran or Jill Stein, I know her name. If Jill, if you like Jill Stein, um, but you know that voting for Jill Stein is really a, a vote, vote for a Republican because you're not voting for a Democrat because most people like or Ralph Nader, I guess, is maybe an even better example. Ross uh, Perot won the election for what was that? What was who was that? That was uh, Perot won and he pulled enough votes away. Was that Clinton? No, it, that was H.W. Uh, yeah, H.W. And, and then uh, W won because allegedly Nader took enough votes in Florida from Gore. Yeah. Um, but so a ranked system, you would say, well, I want uh, Nader first, Gore second, Bush third, if that's the way that you vote. So then that way uh, they, they'll just run through the cycle and eliminate one person each round or whatever. And so if your first person gets voted, I mean, doesn't get enough votes, then they'll count your second vote as your new first vote. And so uh, you can vote for mm-hmm. somebody you're not sure is going to win and give third party candidates a much better chance than they have now right that's a, so we have is plurality voting systems are the, generally what we use and it's just whoever gets the most votes you right. could have however many if there's two people if obviously if there's two people running then all these voting systems work the same but if there's more than two then uh, you have in a situation like uh like you're describing you split the vote and somebody gets elected who most people really don't want to be elected but yeah, like you said, the ranked voting system. Some state used used it this year. Recently really? For the, I think voting for interesting. Governor. Like, what was that? What is the, the Heisman Trophy like that? Don't they? Don't that's they, what I was thinking. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like the Heisman I think Trophy voting. All college football voting is like that. I mean, I, I think, think the poll. Is, but is the high, does the Heisman winner get the most number one <clears throat> votes, or is it is it you get so many points for one, so many points for two, so many points? for I think three. it's that one that they do, which is not exactly like the ranked voting that I'm talking okay. about, but it is very similar. Like here. Um, so there's a variety. Maine was system. the one that did it in the Who? 2008. Maine. Maine. Okay. Cool. There was there was some controversy about it. It's weird because somebody wins that um, uh, people were griping because the person who got the most votes didn't win. Well, that's the whole point of this, right? So you run the you um, gather the results. Whoever you count up, who has the most first place votes, and if they have more than I think if they have more than 50 percent of the of the tally, then they win. If they don't, you eliminate uh, the, the, the lowest vote, whoever here. lost, whoever yeah. got the least, then you do it again. And so that will like somebody might have voted for that person. That'll kick them off who they voted for. Their rankings go up. Right. And then uh, you do it again. You keep doing that, eliminating yeah, people until somebody has more than 50% of the, of the well, votes. So what, what is a runoff election? Isn't a runoff election when there's no one got a majority of the votes? Right, and, and they no eliminate, and, and that's and essentially they, what they're doing, right? Well, they're eliminating one, and then they have a runoff between the. So what is that? Just if, if, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Or I think that's kind of what it's that. similar. Because the runoffs, like, if we all four went and no one had like a majority vote, so then we, we all got twenty five percent. Well, was going to be the bottom, so then we knock LJ off, and we have. Well, yeah, say we got thirty. We all 30, got twenty percent, twenty five percent, and I'm still clearly the bottom. No, 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 no. I didn't say the twenty five percent. So like we got 30, 30, 30, and you got ten, then yeah. you're out, and it's we would. But you lose some information with that that you have with the ranked voting system. Mm-hmm. Because the 10% that voted for me uh, might have, you know, split between these two pretty evenly and not given you any votes. In that system, the person who might drop off initially might actually be the person that most people would be okay with. But um, but because they voted for 
maybe more extreme candidates on either side. Mm -hmm. They got more of the votes, but really we would all be happiest with the moderate person. Yeah. So that, but what I've read is that uh, the ranked voting system maybe isn't, um, doesn't work as well when you do the work out the theory behind it all. Okay. That it still leads to, uh, to split situations where somebody would end up. uh, Speaking of voting and we talked about a little bit with like technology and talked about like, if, if you don't know something now, with, with Google on our yeah. phones and stuff. Why do we have to go somewhere to vote? Would you not make it easier if you could just vote from... Because well, we always have this problem where not enough people are voting. Like that was when when uh, people complain. Well, it's for validation as much as anything, isn't it? I think so. I think there's a... Because, I mean, for one, we've already seen how uh, our current uh, election stuff is relatively hackable. I mean, it happens. Right. Um, so if you just have it on your personal computer where your password's saved to Google... And someone is in your computer, you know, it's, it might be possible for your vote to be completely fabricated and then you just get a fake vote screen or something like well, that. Well, it just seems, it, I, I guess I get that. That makes sense. I just, the, the thing about people not being able, like, maybe you don't have a car, you couldn't go vote, whatever it is. Like, I just think we should make it as easy as possible to vote. So let's vote from home. Let's do mail in votes. I, well, I think the first step is maybe don't make the vote only on a Tuesday. If the vote took three days or if it was over a, a weekend day, then well, they do early have, voting. You can early vote. Yeah, yeah. But but the election, I mean, you know, the big day that, you know, everybody's wearing their sticker and stuff like that. I mean, the people that forgot to do the early voting, you know, it's well, it's a Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon. They have to get into an old smelly school gym or something like that. So if they moved it to a Saturday, I think a lot more people would just like uh, remember and then go show up because, you know, they saw all the Facebook posts or whatever than the people that are like, well, I got to work today. I mean, I just can't take off. Well, but uh, any business I've ever been in is go vote. They'll like, you I mean, take then you, don't work the, you don't work in the service <laughs> industry. I mean, if you don't show up because you're a waiter, then you don't have a job tomorrow. Yeah, true that. Some jobs, I think they're required to like pay you to go vote almost like you have to get an hour off and you get a paid hour. I don't know. Something I hadn't heard about on. that. I thought there was something about that. I don't know. I'm, I don't know very well enough, so I don't want to spew falsities. That would be uncouth. <laughs> but I do think Tuesday, the Tuesday that you is the last day you can vote. It's not necessarily. What's well, the long. only day that you can go to your polling place, though? Well, how do you, how do you? I guess I've never early voted. How do no, you early vote? Lately, that's the only way I do it because it is so easy. How do you early vote? So there's all the the polling locations aren't all open, obviously. So you got to figure out where they take the the the, uh, the early votes. And it's just here. It's at the courthouse, which is, I believe it's a location, one of the locations, but mm. not where I would normally go. So one day when I was running an errand, I just stopped by and dropped in real Don't quick. Don't wait on the and lines. And it's there, just- yeah, no line. Took a few minutes and I was out. When does it usually open? Is it is it two weeks before I think it's the Tuesday like two or weeks or a week? Yeah, I don't know. It depends. It, I think something it, like it that. differs, but I think two weeks usually. Are you yeah. ever worried if you do early vote? I, it feels like there's always some news that drops like the day before the election that can definitely change my mind because there's always some big thing that just now comes out. Are you ever worried that like you're going to early vote and then find out that you voted for somebody you don't like now that the election? Think, like maybe I like maybe you vote and then you realize that oh that person pronounces it gif. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> they do a presser. Yeah. You're like, wow. The and, and I they say this back. <laughs> the chance. I mean, if I felt like if I was if I was worried that that might happen, then yeah, I, I would probably. I guess if wait, you're on the fence, you off. might. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, okay. I always wait till I hear a gift well, and, from, from him. Right. <laughs> Isn't there something in you might know Benji, but like they couldn't because if the east the east coast returns would be in and they report on like this presidential election yeah. this Trump so far ahead that people on the west coast may not even go out and yeah, vote. Right. So do they 
don't they delay some reporting for that reason or do they not anymore? There was some discussion on that, but I don't remember. I don't know the answer to that either. Yeah, I don't know. But you can see how it could affect an election. Oh, it definitely does. I mean, I know for a fact that like California, uh, (laughs) allegedly less people turned out than usual because uh, they they know. Well, I guess this year it was because it was expected, not because because the numbers actually on the East Coast look good for Trump. And so anybody in California probably would have known before they voted. Like, you know, there's still time to get out there. Um, any, any, uh, Democrats in, in California, I just assume anybody in California votes for, uh, Democrats, but that's not necessarily true. But I anyway. suppose any kind of feedback you get, just like the pre-election polls that take place, mm-hmm. yeah. affect people's affect. Definitely. inclination to go vote. Yeah. But did you have any more on voting systems that you wanted to? No, just, well, I it's like interesting. I start, so you start reading about this, something that you think is so straightforward, it just, uh, often ends up you realize you know nothing about how things work <laughs> what's that what's that book you've got up in your library uh do you remember what it's called because i'd like to give that a shout out because that's a really good book about voting systems i don't remember off the top of my head we have, have to, to look, look it up, up yeah. and maybe put it in the show notes yeah. it just seems like this ranked voting seems like less toxic and it seems like the better way to right well and that's the one of the things they talk about in that book that's that's where i learned about ranked voting i think and it, it talked about uh the the larger group of people tend to be happier in a system like that because they got to vote for the person they wanted to and not against somebody. Yeah. Like one. even if I put you first and Benji second and Benji still wins, at least I wasn't like it was second. Right. Like I still kind yeah. of voted for him. Right. And that would tend to be what happens. I think, especially in the way our political system is right now, where we have some extreme candidates and then right. more moderates and people might put the extreme candidates at the top of their list because they as, know that the other extreme people are going to vote for them. So they want to be at least on their well, side or just maybe, maybe we're, we're as polarized as we yeah. kind of are right now. Maybe people are kind of extreme, but then they rank the moderate people underneath and they would end up uh, generally being more popular would end up being elected. And like you said, more people would be happy because mm-hmm. the way it turns out now, it's like, if you either voted for Clinton or Trump and whichever one didn't win, now you're like, ah, oh, that's not my president. Yeah. Right. Like, so not only did your did your candidate not win, but the total polar opposite right. is. So now you're just flip popping. You could see how that could kind of bring people together and moderate us as a as a country. Yeah. Because every four years, it just seems like just under half the people are pissed off. I right. mean, yeah. And so, so you're right. But even that. So that sounds good. You start working, like I said before, through the theory and you see that, oh, well, there's some bad situations that come out of ranked voting systems. So there are other systems as well. Like one, I can't remember what it's called, but it's where you just you just mark down the ones that you'd be OK with and you don't rank them. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So there's 10 candidates and I, I'm i cool with three of them. So I'll mark those three, but right. they don't know which th- which of the three I like the best. They're just. Right. But but the theory, there's some arguments generally the the um, the right person getting elected maybe even better than ranked voting systems interesting oh that's cool i think i like that is there another country that does it that way that we yes there at? are other countries that that do it these other ways i don't know who they are it would be worth oh, looking man. into though you yeah i feel like working there man you know, like, there's a lot of research in my future no this yeah that's exciting. Ex- a very we're just skimming question. over this this little article about uh how ranked choice voting worked in Maine and how it should be used in presidential races. It's just, I, I kind of want to do more research on it because it is interesting. And it yeah. does seem like a logical I'm about to spend a ton of time on Wikipedia. <laughs> Bet you that. Actually, there's some good YouTube videos too that explain different sort of systems I've seen a long time ago. Do y'all ever I, donate oh, to Wikipedia when they do the? No, and I feel I bad do. about I it. I do every year. I I give yeah. not a large amount, but I do give some money to Wikipedia every year. I never do. I, I, I probably yeah. should because I yeah, like all the time. Yeah. Like someone, where to go to college while I'm watching a football game? I Google and I pull this Wikipedia up, and then I read like 
oh, you know, he was from Longview or something, you know. And then six hours later, you're like reading about Hitler's backstory and stuff like that. <laughs> like it's just a whole. Well, I, we're at the point where we've got you guys covered with the Wikipedia donations. Someone, because <laughs> so we probably got you. I've used more than my three dollars a year. That that's <laughs> okay. for. You, you know, you'll you'll roll it forward. Yeah, so it's kind of like a social security system that actually works. Yeah, right. okay. that's what it is. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of them not having us covered on, like, I know maybe some people might use their father's login to use like HBO or something. How how can how they have to be able? So I think we are going to streaming soon, yeah. all around. How do they police that? How do they? I mean, how do they police? Like, how does HBO police to where I don't use? If say I was using Pops's login, how do they make sure I'm not using? Like, I'm buying my own because it hurts them that. We're like I mean, three people are using one login. They'd rather us all purchase it, right? Do they police it? I was about to say, I, I, uh, I, I don't have any anecdotal evidence, but if I did, I'd tell you that I, the only policing that they do is making sure not too many streams are happening at once. The, there's no check-in to see if, if LJ's in Chicago. But well, they have to soon. I would think that's coming, right? I would think but that's coming. what I'm wondering is, do they limit the, the, the uh, well, they limit the simultaneous streams. Yeah. They've got to, right? The most, that. most things do. Yeah, most, most of them I think do. Netflix does like, Three screens and you can upgrade to seven. Right, but that's like first. I view that as like part of the the deal. You, it's like they know that you're going to do stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're just buying a certain number of streams from Netflix right. and how they get used. But however, you could see how you someone could uh, set up a service where they uh, they have streams that people can use. Yeah. So we we have say four, and uh, most of the time, most of those aren't being used. Yeah. But you guys could be using them. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. If you knew about it, right. if you knew which ones were being used and which right. ones weren't, it would just be efficient. Well, that's what. So for NFL season, Dad pays for the Sunday ticket and he gets the Red Zone channel and he watches it on his TV, but he's not streaming it. So one person can be streaming it. Oftentimes, me or LJ may be. I'll, I'll just say for myself, <laughs> I, I'm sitting there streaming Red Zone channel while he's watching it. I'm not paying a dime for it. You, you got to think they want that. Direct solved. TV. This is all a work of fiction. Yeah, Everything yeah, we say is, is uh, fictional for entertainment for purposes entertainment. only. Yeah, but, allegedly. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> but it, but you could in theory do that. Yeah. I just can think you soon, stream it and someone else can only one person uh, can stream. Again, we, I have no <laughs> anecdotal evidence, but I I'm pretty uh, no. No, only one person can be streaming it online on, on the Sunday ticket. Not yeah. That, yeah, not that I know this, but if you try to log in while, say, your brother is streaming your dad's Sunday ticket, it'll say you're logged in somewhere else. Yeah. You need to log off. Uh, so I, they do police that only one stream at a time. It'll also do it. I mean, it doesn't necessarily like if if my laptop were streaming and then I was like, let me let me put it on the TV. I'd have to like log out of the laptop first. So. But I don't know how they go to it. So I was thinking, how could they police it? And it would be like. This only can be accessed from a computer on Dad's Wi-Fi, but then that's that's screwy it's because be he might want IP address, right? Because I he have might a want unique a... IP address for this laptop, right? But I think so, that doesn't work either because you might borrow someone's iPad. Some, yeah, LJ, you might see LJ at the airport and think, "Man, I wish I could watch him." He's like, "I have my extra iPad. You can log into your stuff here." You're right, and I have an iPad, and, and then that would piss be able you to watch off it on if you could log into your HBO right. Go. You're right that you pay for, you know. I don't know how they police it, but I feel like something's coming eventually. This, this is nothing new, though. This has been around ever since we've had digital content of any kind that could be copied. I mean, mm. software piracy yeah. Yeah. protection from a long time ago. It's always a trade-off between a hassle for the people trying to consume the content and protecting their... their um, and I guess their, what they're kind of hoping is I get so hooked to it, like with, with like HBO Go. I'm so hooked on to Game of Thrones and Westworld and whatnot, that one time where... I'm trying to watch it and dad's watching something and it kicks me off. And I, obviously I'm not going to go, dad, get off your HBO. 
then they'll they'll sucker me and now I'm so hooked I'll pay for it I guess. Yeah, I think that's part of it. They factor that in. They they factor in a certain amount of loss that they're acceptable with or piracy whatever. And then um on the other hand it's form of advertising. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I'm not paying for HBO but I'm still talking about Game for Game of Thrones on the podcast, I mean, more people are thinking about watching that show and maybe buying their own HBO Now subscription. Shoot, it goes just past this past weekend. We talked about it a little bit. That Bird Box movie came out on yeah. Netflix and everybody and their mama was on social media talking mm-hmm. about this Bird Box movie. And a lot of those people probably watched it on other people's accounts, but it still is good to have people talking about Bird Box on Netflix because mm-hmm. now you in Chicago might have saw that and went, all right, I need to get my seven ninety nine Netflix subscription. Right. I want to watch it because I can't find anyone else's login or something. Yeah. I think it's a little more than seven ninety nine. It depends on how many screens and what sort of. Okay, I you got you got maybe a few people using your login. Yeah, right. <laughs> there may be someone well, like whether you want. Like, okay. <laughs> well, but, but like Netflix actually like makes that uh, like they they let you pick a username and everything. Like that's mm. it's that's an intentional part of Netflix uh, is to be shared. So so like with but I guess I thought about it too with Prime. Like I use. Maybe um say say I use my aunt's Amazon Prime to, to get two day free two day delivery mm-hmm. and like if you look on there it has a bunch of different addresses that mm-hmm. you can send something to which would be what she would have if she was ordering because she might want to send something to you or dad but it also has different cards like so they know that with all the different people using cards and different addresses they have to know other people are using her Prime if they but were I guess they're they're fine with yeah. They're fine with that, and they'll say, "Well, well, that's the other thing with Amazon. You're still spending money. Yeah, I mean, their goal overall is for you to buy things. The free shipping is just, you know, something they can give you to make that happen. So, yeah. so you'll keep coming back and yeah. buying. Soon, we're, I feel like we're soon gonna quit going to grocery stores. We're just gonna have yeah. everything. Oh yeah, I mean, to us. That's, I mean, that's real in Chicago right now. You, you but, don't have to ever go to a so any the store. next worry though, right? Is I mean, you've seen this mountain of plastic floating in the ocean, yeah. right? And what so about all these boxes? All this, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody's getting stuff delivered, more packaging materials. Yep. What, what do you do, do with, with that with box? It? I just throw it away. Well, yeah. I'm the kind of environmentalist that I feel bad while I'm breaking it down and throwing it away. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I'm still going to do it because it's not staying here. Yeah, you know, I got to get it out of my it. house. Now, do you guys but recycle cardboard? If, if there's, there's not at my, at my place. We, the, we have it here. Well, that'll come pick it up here, but we can take it in, which we do because I, I'd feel bad throwing all the stuff away. Mm. Especially rough this time of year when you get just boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. But if you're not making it convenient for people, like I, I, I'm kind of like that. Like I feel bad about it, but if it's not convenient to recycle it, sometimes I'm just going to go, okay, I'll break it down and throw it away. So, okay. So I hadn't thought about this before, but once we do transition fully to having all your goods just delivered to your right. house, they could, I would think that they could drastically reduce packaging of these things. Like, yeah. okay, the electronics, you, you go and buy something at Best Buy used to. And it would be in this plastic uh, package <laughs> yeah. that, you know, you're going to, it's almost it impossible. Yeah, yeah. It takes special tools to yeah, get, oh, yeah. get in there and get it out. But a lot of that was protecting the, the products from, you know, theft. You wouldn't have to worry about that anymore, right? I As much. to some degree, yeah. Well, I, I was talking about this with somebody. I can't remember who. It might have been one of you guys. But we were talking about like Amazon's essentials or whatever, like the stuff yeah. that they, I was that with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they send it with a lot less uh, packaging and and extra materials. It's just like in a it's in a little cardboard box, mm-hmm. which to me feels 
a lot uh, better than yeah more well just like the boxes that we're not knowing what to do with it, the same thing goes when i go to the grocery store i have under my sink i have a million walmart bags that just i guess they do the thing now where you can take your own bag well and i mean it. chicago they actually tax you for taking bags which i think is a fantastic thing you know so it encourages you to have you know four bags that you bring with you i honestly can't store. tell you i don't really know why i say i, I think it's just because i remember parents doing it when i was younger but i save all those walmart bags I probably have like I know that they, Walmart I, bags I still know that they fit in that tra- that trash can that Dad used to have. Target, the target, target bags, target yeah, bags right. are my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, I love me some Target bags. But yeah, I I think yeah the uh, you we're trying to get rid of any soon. I think some, like Amazon's trying to test out where they can deliver stuff with drones to where yeah, yeah. they can deliver it like mm-hmm. same day, not not two day shipping. Like mm-hmm. press. I want this. By the time you get home at five, it'll be sitting on your. Yeah, they have same day delivery on some. Is of that just because hours. there's a ton of warehouses? Around? Yeah, is I mean, I know the way it works uh, in Chicago is there's a lot of stuff that same day delivery because they keep a warehouse full of a lot of product products that they sell often in Chicago, and so you know they just they it, it would take the same amount of time for them to get it from there to your house. So you know why not charge you three dollars more to do what instead of just waiting well, another day? It's kind of like Benji brought up with. Amazon, like one to kind of be like they'll soon if we if we did go to like fully doing our grocery shopping that way, then they would start like, hey, it's been 30 days. You're probably running low on toilet paper. You ready for a sense some more that one? They wouldn't like be kind of controlling my purchases. And I, I eventually I'm the one saying yes, but it also would be super convenient. Like you don't even have to worry about running out of toilet paper because right when you get two left. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I do want to order some more toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It just gets sent. I think it it's convenient, but it's also like now. Amazon's going to be telling me when I need to buy something and I'm probably going to do it. I'm probably going to go, oh, yeah, that is right. I do need to buy this. Yeah. But I, I like what I mean. I think we are in line for a the word, a renovation. Not That's not the word in packaging. But like a renaissance. Material, yeah. A renaissance in yeah. it because. Can we lead it? I mean, we've got the great minds here. There's got to be a way to make money. There's on money it, in it. Yeah. There's money in it. Yeah. So um, it's worth thinking about. We'll call it a gift with a G. Something with a G. Pronounce the G. <sighs> no, anyway. I totally, I totally, totally get gif i get it yeah. i get gif just don't like it <laughs> yeah so uh, let's let's uh let's put a bow on this podcast the only way we know how and let's go to where we always end it what we're listening to i'm gonna go start off with you lj what what have you been uh i've been listening, listening to? to this band called the no bs brass band uh there's this song called uh oh what's it called uh 3 a.m bounce i think it is and uh, they performed it. There's a YouTube video I'll, I'll share with you to put on the show notes. Okay. But there's a YouTube video of them playing at a taco shop that I go to in Chicago sometimes. And they are just like, it's a, it's a, I think a 12 person brass band just jamming out on the streets. Like it is really? so cool. Yeah. So no BS brass band. The no BS brass band. I'll okay. show you here in just a little bit. All right. Once we're off air. Pops? What, what do you? Well, that, I don't have anything. And there was somebody I loved listening to the other day. Yeah. Um, and now I can't remember. So I'm going to, I'm going to say this one because it is a song and I'm not even sure how to say her name. Uh, is it, is it uh, V E R I T E Verite? She's got a song underdressed. Oh. It's a really great song. You would know it if I play it, so but I'll put it, it on again? the website. V E R I T E, but it's got the little tildes on it. So I don't know huh. how you say that. Uh, I don't know who we're Verity, talking about. Maybe Verity, Verity, maybe Verity, Verity underdressed. I'll, I'll put that on the website. All right but, then. Yeah. Okay. So. What's it? What kind of, what kind of music is it? Um, I mean, it usually gives us a little description, you know, he gets uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but poppy. Bit. I mean, okay. it's, right. it's, uh, moved to like a good bit. mood music. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. You'll like it. Cool. Benji, you got anything? You've been listening to anything? Uh, th- well, the last thing that I put on that I can think of was, uh, you know what happened? I was flipping through the channels. 
There we go. I was and and I saw uh, Sting, a Sting concert, and it put me in a mood. Okay. So uh, last thing I did was I I threw on just like a uh, best of Sting album on the Sonos. I was chilling to that. Nice, yeah. nice. Sting and the Police. <laughs> so I I got a text a while back ago from a friend named Shayla, and she was just like, "Hey, got someone you need to listen to." Okay. And apparently they've been around for a while, and Dad knows them, but the Tedeschi. Tedeschi Trucks. Susan Tedeschi, Tedeschi Trucks Band. Yeah. They are good. It's got oh, like a good little vibe to it. It's kind of acoustic y sometimes. I mean, and then apparently, uh, what's her name? Susan Tedeschi has a cover of what was the song you had me listen to, Dad? It was Don't really think twice, good. It's all right. It's an old Bob Dylan song, and she kills it. I've it's never heard of this so one before, good. and her voice is great. And then I think you were telling me. She was her own a musician. She was a she musician before, and then she band. got the Derek. Her and Derek, Derek Trucks, Trucks got oh, so yeah, this is Derek some Trucks. badass bluesy guitar. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, oh, this is good. Oh, he's yes. great. And then okay. you put Susan Tedeschi's okay. voice. I don't know. Right. You, I mean, I don't. I probably should, but I don't you think I would, do. You'd probably have, okay. have heard her. She's so good. So Tedeschi Trucks, yeah. is yours good? Well, and there's something too. There's nothing more like uh, that message you get from someone who's like, "Hey, I got someone you need to listen to." Mm-hmm. And if it's someone you've never heard of and you have no idea what, like, she didn't give me any like idea of what I was getting into. She's like, just go listen to Tedeschi Trucks, man. And, and I was like, what, what should I right. like, just hit it up on Spotify, see if you like it. Yeah. And it was good. So it's always fun getting some new music. Else. Yeah. I, I remembered it. We, uh, I, I got introduced to a new artist. Okay. A few days ago that I had never seen before by LJ. Um, it's, uh, Daimao Kosaka, something like that. It's an interesting song, which, uh, called PPAP. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> and, and I, Pen, pineapple, apple pen. Have you heard that song? So glad this music video is going to be on our website now. I'm so happy about this. Okay, great. There you go. (laughs) Well, now I feel like I need to go go Google this or YouTube it. Yes. Yes, you do. We all do. All right. I think that'll wrap us up. Do you have anything else to to I wanted to note, so we're talking music, uh, I think, with two people whose music tastes I really like in Kevin. Um, (laughs) 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 but no, I just, I noticed you had a playlist on your iTunes called melancholy. I think you had a playlist called pensivity. I did have one. I'm so, I bet those playlists are, I don't know if they're similar in, in song title and whatnot, but I, I bet that those are very similar playlists. I don't know. I just, we have to exchange the playlists. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 I think that'd be, yeah. Yeah. Just a note I wanted to throw out there. But, oh, interesting names for your my, my playlist name. I oh, know that's what stood out good. to me is like it was it's a good name for a playlist. Both of those are really good names for. So, playlists. what did you think when you when you checked out the songs in the list? I didn't really. I I had a job to do. Uh, I was finding music videos, so I just you, happened to you see weren't, you weren't in a place where you could you could yeah. afford to get depressed. Right, yeah. <laughs> or he just wasn't that intrigued. He thought the name was cool, but pops cracks me up. If you look at his playlist, he has like songs I like. Songs I think I like, songs I might like. He has like a, a, a system, and they go from one to the other once they've like graduated to the songs I, I think I do like. And yeah, go, I got one. Okay, I do like keepers. You know, <laughs> do you guys do you guys have like a list of your all time favorite songs? Oh, yeah. Can you do that? Can you uh, rank them? Do you have a number? Don't one you song? have a, a Dad's got a Spotify? Top, yeah, but oh, you've I've got, got my a top five hundred yeah. written. We're gonna we're that's gonna be some of when when sports slows down, which is. Soon. Very soon. We're going to start talking about some of that. So, yeah. Do you have, have a, a Do you have list? some? Yeah, I have a, a short list. I, 500. Yeah, 500 <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah. You do everything excessively. Okay, okay, wait a minute. I've got my, the, 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 uh, the GIF or whatever, the, the file <laughs> is called Top 500, but I don't know that I have it completely populated. I probably have it populated because, you know, some there might be a song that 
is in, it might be 200, but I might have 175 not even filled in yet. You know, I, I know it's a song that's in my top <laughs> so 200. You're dropping them in approximately where yeah, you think. Approximately where right, I think they, right, rank, they, okay. they, they rank. So I just imagine well, you said like 492 or 493. 491, I think. I will I, share this that. Is a 491. I will share that with you. All right. This has a 491 sound to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't, I, I have a hard time listening to a song too many times, so I don't really have like a list. So I'm, I'm, I may not be here again. If I'm not, I want to hear what's number one on your. Do you have a number one? I think filled yet. Is it still the same? Still the same. You Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. All right, let's Marvin get it Gaye. on. Right, let's get it on. That's number one. Let's, <laughs> let's get it on. Marvin That's a good one. Gaye. That's good. You what's number one? one? What's number one for you? Superstition. Stevie good Wonder. Choice. That's a very choice. excellent. John knows. Excellent. He's choice. not actually blind. Oh, oh my God, Kevin! <laughs> for real. There's, oh, all right. I can Podcast play this song. Okay. I'm turning everything up. Shout out to Benji and the Jaeger, Jaegers for having us. And we're recording this down at the Jaeger Club. Uh, we're actually getting to do this in person. It's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. We need to do this again. Also, also that badass party just happened right here. Right here. We're still recovering. We're still recovering from the ashes of it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's keep this thing going. 2019, ringing in a good year. New year. Yeah. Happy New Year to Happy everyone. Happy New Year, and, everybody. Uh, hope you uh, subscribe and give us a review. Yeah. Peace All out. Right. Peace. Ready? Yeah, I think we're recording. Uh, can we do a clap test just in case these get separated? So are we counting down from three? I don't know why y'all make so much fun. I do this right every time, don't I? I mean, well, we did have about six in a row early on. Where I did something wrong? Where somebody, there was always somebody. It wasn't necessarily you. Sometimes it was the person counting. Yeah, that often happened, yeah. So I'm going to start go from three, and right. then it's zero. Clap. No. Again. Three, two, one. Well, that sounded better than it usually does when there's not like a big delay. There's no internet lag in this room. Well, you want to record? That could be like a hand clap. I did record it. That's the point. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm be glad. Uh, might use that one day. Listen to little Justin Timberlake. You know, he's got that hand clap. Drink you away. No idea what you're talking about. That's okay. Yeah. Um.